We're joined on the morning brief by Bob Richardson, News Talk 1010 contributor, senior counsel at National Public Relations. Nice to have you. Did you spend the weekend watching soccer, Bob? I did watch a little soccer on the weekend, watched the England game uh, yesterday, which, uh, which was great, actually. Yeah, I was watching, uh, Russia, well, let's see, who was it? It was Poland versus England, wasn't it? Uh, no, Poland versus yes. France. Now I'm, see, I'm losing oh. track. I watched way too much soccer this weekend. Uh, England, Poland. England, Poland. Okay. Uh, so listen, the results of the QP education workers vote will be revealed this morning. Any predictions? I think it probably should pass. Um, look, uh, although the executive didn't really go out and sell it to the membership, which was a bit odd. Um, so, and they seem to highlight all the deficiencies in the package. So if you're looking to get something passed, that generally isn't the best way to go about it. I think it's probably the best deal they can get. They're getting roughly a 4% increase. Uh, and they did also force the government to withdraw some draconian education. So they, they certainly have gotten a win. Uh, whether they think they got a win is another thing. We'll see at 10 a.m. Uh, but if they, uh, if they choose not to, it will be back to the bargaining table. Yeah, I sure hope that we can bury this as of today, yeah. you know. Me too. Uh, meanwhile, if nobody else declares, looks like Merritt Stiles becomes acclaimed as the leader of the provincial NDP. What's your read on that? You know, look, it's good for Merritt Stiles. It's not good for the NDP. What you want to have, you want a leadership. You want to be able to showcase the party ideas, or you want to test your organization, and you want to kind of build support. So it would have been more ideal uh, uh, ideal for them if they had two or three uh, candidates in the race. That being said, I think she's a very good candidate. I think she's been a good MPP. Uh, she was a good education critic uh, in the last parliament. Um, and, uh, you know, you can see that she's been quiet working to build a base within the NDP. I think she'll be a strong, solid leader for them. You know what? I agree entirely with your analysis. I thought there would be a lot more, you know, people wanting that job. It's a pretty desirable job. There is the potential to become the premier and certainly the uh, reality of being leader of the opposition. But at the same time, if she's the only one, um, the first time I had her on the show, I thought, oh, this could be a potential future leader of this party. Yeah, no, she's, she certainly has the royal jelly. Uh, you, you can see that she has uh, uh, leadership potential. Uh, I think she'll be quite a good leader of the NDP. And, um, and she's got um, uh, a certain kind of uh, more relaxed personality. And I think a little bit of a, a fun side, which uh, it was in uh, a short supply in the New Democratic Party. So I think that'll be helpful to them uh, as well. A poll that was done after Justin Trudeau testif testified at the uh, judicial inquiry into the declaration of the Emergencies Act finds overwhelmingly, I mean, two-thirds of Canadians support the imposition of that act. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen, as a matter of fact. I'm not the biggest fan of the act, but I think people expecting some widespread rebellion in its wake um, just, you know, we're never going to get what they wanted. Uh, no, and look, uh, it, it doesn't come as a huge surprise to me either. Um, look, the people saw on their TV an event that was out of control. It was damaging the economy. It was damaging the city of Ottawa. It needed to end. They used a, a tool. They ended it. I think most people's conclusion is good. Uh, and, and also, I think people realized as it was going on, it was less about uh, an issue and it was more a political act by by people who were 
relatively extreme politically. So uh, I think most Canadians were happy to see it ended. Were you surprised at all in the numbers of uh, people who turned out this weekend to protest against the unlocking of the green belt? Because I was looking at it on the evening news last night. I thought, all right, these people are pretty passionate. I didn't expect this many. You know, the green belt has taken on a life of its own. And I think governments, and it's not just when others too have well underestimate that. I think this issue is becoming a sore tooth for the Ontario government. And I think the pain ain't going away for any time. Uh, I think there is a dedicated core of people who want to see the protection of the green belt. But on top of that, I think it's broader than that. I think a more shall I say, non-political uh, people also think it needs to be protected. The government has not done a great job uh, convincing people that this is about building housing. It, it appears and smells more like um, it's about currying favor with developers. So they've got to they've got to double down and do a better, better job and explain uh, why this land w- particularly was needed and uh, how it all came about. Uh, Montreal Canadiens goalie Carey Price posting a uh, picture on social media over the weekend of him holding a gun and complaining about the federal liberals crackdown on some models of guns. I know some people were saying, hey, Corey or Carey, uh, stick to being a Canadiens goalie, which at the moment he isn't anyway. But, you know, if he's a gun owner, he's entitled to his opinion. Yeah, he's entitled to his opinion. It's an unpopular opinion in Quebec. Uh, and he's kind of associated his comments with a with a group. It's not a good look hmm. for him. Hold on a sec, because we're we're getting a pretty broken up signal here. Nick, I don't know if we need to uh, let Bob out and bring him back in, or just because I know how nope. frustrating it is to be listening to a broken up signal. Okay, so I think we've lost Bob for uh, for a couple of seconds. Uh, but yeah, Carrie Price. Uh, hey, if you are. Uh, a gun owner. And, and if you're not a gun owner, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I don't think just because, you know, he's a professional athlete doesn't entitle, you know, doesn't take away the right to that opinion. I know that the former figure skater, Jamie Salet, has become somewhat of a wingnut uh, politically on Twitter. And she's also entitled to that opinion. It's just that it's a silly one. Do we have Bob back or are we uh, having some permanent problems here, Nick? Okay, hold on a sec. The vagaries, you know, it's amazing the revolution that a lot of technology has brought to media and to uh, radio in particular, but it always has its uh, undoing from time to time. Bob, I think we got you back. That's good. On uh, Quickly on Carey Price, yes. uh, not a good look on him, not popular in Quebec. So uh, um, uh, stick to supporting the Habs. Yeah, you were mentioning because the group that he was referencing and supporting uh, was running a promo where they said, hey, use the code word poly, which, I mean, in Quebec, it's even more incendiary because people instantly know that you're talking about the polytechnique. And yeah, if if you're pro-gun, that's fine. But if you're going to somehow try to tear down um, your critics and, you know, go after something as sacred and horrible as the polytechnique massacre, um, you got another thing coming, I think. Yeah, and, and this bill is about semi-automatics. It's not about hunting rifles, and you ought to be clear on that, too, as well. Um, they're investigating, and they insist it was only one rogue employee in the Veterans Affairs Department who was recommending to some veterans seeking help that maybe they should think about medical assistance in dying. Uh, in one particular case, Bob, we had a, uh, a Paralympian, as a matter of fact, who was inquiring about getting a ramp at her home, and somehow medical assistance in dying comes up during the conversation. <laughs> 
yeah, that's just insane. Uh, I don't, um, and completely unacceptable. And uh, who's ever in charge of this needs to kind of review. There should be strict guidelines around any any uh, discussion of made information. Uh, and uh, but it does also show you sometimes you can't legislate common sense uh, because anyone with a half a brain would have known not to bring that up, and it was inappropriate. And then we have the uh, two finalists that are now being voted on for the new names of the Girl Guides of Canada. And neither one of us are parts of the movement, so maybe we should just keep our noses out. But for the record, it's Comets or Embers. And then I was hearing from some people who were saying the group that is junior to the current Brownies, um, I think they're called Sparks. So I guess to go from Sparks to Embers, it kind of works. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I prefer comments, but uh, I, I'm with you on this one. I'm going to keep my nose out of this. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to be an ember myself and get burned. <laughs> there you go. All right. Were you a Boy Scout when you were growing up? I was as a kid. Uh, no, I was a Cub. Yeah. I, I don't. Well, I didn't go on to. Uh, I didn't go on to Scouts, but I was. Uh, I was a Cub as a kid in Montreal. It was a great little organization. Yeah. No, I was a Cub. Then I was a Scout, and I don't know if they still run around with decapitated wolves' heads, but um, I always found that just a little <laughs> freaky. Yeah, I was a little over the top too, as well. So. <laughs> well, we'll dib dib dib. Thanks a lot. Good to have you. All right. Thanks, John.